News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Larry Kofsky. Israel has revised down the death toll from the Hamas attack on October 7th, putting the figure at about 1,200 instead of 1,400. It says some of those initially counted as casualties were actually Hamas fighters. Israeli forces reportedly are closing in on Gaza City's main hospital, which Israel says hides a Hamas command center in tunnels below. The Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry says the death toll in Gaza since the war began now exceeds 11,000 people, including more than 4,500 children. America's credit rating is on shaky ground. Moody's Investor Service has affirmed its AAA rating on the U.S. government, but it revised its outlook from stable to negative. Bloomberg's Michael McKee says the two other credit rating agencies have already cut the U.S. credit rating S&P in 2011 and Fitch earlier this year. We don't have a direct warning from Fitch and S&P that they would go further than their downgrade that they've already done. But Moody's certainly with a negative uh, outlook could uh, take additional action if the U.S. were to have a government shutdown next week. Maybe this uh, it could be that Moody's is looking at this as sort of a warning shot over the bow of uh, the USS Congress or something like that. Another potential government shutdown is just a week away. House GOP members are expected to unveil a continuing resolution on Saturday. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will visit China again next year for more talks with Chinese Premier He Li Fang. In a statement following two days of meetings in San Francisco, Yellen said, I spoke to Vice Premier He about our goal of achieving a healthy economic relationship that benefits both our countries over time. We do not seek to decouple our economy from China's. This would be damaging to both the U.S. and China and destabilizing for the, for the world. Yellen says better communications will enable the U.S. and China to work toward common solutions, address disagreements where possible, and avoid misperceptions contributing to unintended escalations. President Biden spoke with the ruler of Oman amid U.S. concerns about China's efforts to deepen its defense presence in the Middle East. In a readout of the call, the White House said they committed to strengthening the longstanding U.S.-Oman bilateral relationship. Sources say the president has been briefed on what his advisors see as a Chinese plan to build a military facility in Oman. FBI agents have seized phones and an iPad from New York City Mayor Eric Adams as part of an investigation into his campaign fundraising. His attorney, Boyd Johnson, confirms that the seizures occurred after the mayor attended a public event Monday night. In a statement, Johnson says the mayor has not been accused of any wrongdoing and continues to cooperate with the investigation. Hawaii's Trump International Hotel Waikiki is changing its name. It will become the Waikia Waikiki Beach. It is just the latest in a long list of properties that have ditched the Trump brand since Donald Trump got into politics. Separately, the mortgage on former President Trump's Manhattan Tower at 40 Wall Street has been transferred to a special servicer. The building has been on watch list status since February as costs and vacancies increased. Wall Street heads into the weekend with the wind at its back and stocks at a seven-week high. All of the major averages finished with solid gains, led by the Nasdaq, up more than 2%. The Dow Industrials gained 391 points. The latest installment in the Call of Duty video game series is out. 
Development was rushed, and critics say it shows, as we hear from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. The latest entry in Activision Blizzard's popular video game series was made in half the time of previous iterations, a fact that may be contributing to a spate of bad reviews, according to sources with the development process. Critics have panned the game the first big release since Microsoft closed its $69 billion acquisition of Activision last month, saying the game's storyline feels rushed. In New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. And that's news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Larry Kofsky. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.